One day to call my mama to remind her we ain't broke. I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. It's a night I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. Look at him go, look at him go. Welcome to the most must-hear sports podcast in history. Welcome to First Round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I'm joined, as always, by Hanson McLevain. What's up? What's <laughs> up? Yeah, but, yeah, I don't know. What's up? We are here during the fourth quarter of the Thursday night game, Bears versus Buccaneers. I am exhausted because I worked 6-2 to two this morning. Ooh. And, yeah, my... <clears throat> Work all of a sudden just kind of flipped my schedule and put me on morning shifts instead of nights, and my body still hasn't adjusted. And now next week I have four shifts in a row, and two of them are night shifts and two of them are morning shifts. Why? I don't know, and I don't like it. Why, <laughs> but, why don't they just like have like crews for certain times? You, like I understand like you want to keep like commingling people, but like yeah, you, know, like, you just have like a morning squad and a night squad. Like I completely agree, but. Oh, well, I'll have to get Remember over it. Kentucky used to have 10 guys on their basketball team that were, they were 10 deep and they had shifts. Yep. They had the white team and the blue team. Exactly. You like that. That's what we need to Best do. Basketball team of all time. <laughs> um, so yeah, tonight we're going to talk, uh, we're going to go back and talk about the Monday night games from this past week, just because I want to touch on those. Obviously um, we're going to talk about all the COVID related news as far as, what's happening in the league. We're also going to preview, oh, obviously talk about Thursday night football that's happening right now. We're literally 10 minutes in, uh, left in the fourth quarter. We're also going to preview next week's games. This will probably be a quick episode, hopefully, so that I can go to bed. Uh, but um, first, I do want to mention, obviously, follow us on Twitter at FRKO Podcast. Follow the other podcast, at one more last one on Twitter, and go subscribe to that podcast as well. We're six episodes in. We're almost at 200 listens already. I'm so grateful for everyone who's listened. It's been super fun to record, and hopefully everyone keeps kind of coming aboard because it's honestly a really fun podcast. So let's talk. Let's talk this COVID stuff first. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah. So as far as I know, the there's still been a lot of t- po- positive tests on the Tennessee Titans. That game has now been pushed from noon, I believe, on Sunday to Tuesday night at six. Now, that game is only going to happen on Tuesday night if there are no more uh, positive tests uh, as for the Tennessee Titans. That puts the Bills game in uh, question. Because the Bills as- will be playing Thursday, technically, right? Not Maybe. for week six. I don't yeah, remember. The Bills are supposed to be playing Thursday night against the Chiefs, so they probably have to move that game to Sunday. I believe they already did because the Chiefs oh, have wait, to play no, Monday uh, night. Uh, Pat, Pat McAfee talked about it today. They might be playing Saturday night football next week. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I, the schedule's so confusing because I don't even – because not, nothing's final, so I haven't paid too much attention to what it is until there's a final set. Um, and as far as the Patriots go, Stephon Gilmore earlier in the week tested positive. Um, thankfully no chiefs have tested positive and same thing with the Vikings that happened last week. No one, like it hasn't transferred across the line of scrimmage yet, which is really good. Um, but unfortunately now that's two Patriots that we know of, plus a couple players that you mentioned. So I feel like there is an issue. I do feel like personally our seasons in jeopardy because it, what really struck me was I was watching the Aaron Rodgers Tuesday 
uh, episode of Pat Mac of the Pat McAfee show. And his interview was really interesting where they, they brought up the possibility of a bubble. And Aaron said, you know what? We're a bunch of grown, like that's not going to work. Like that, a lot of these guys are not going to okay. want to be there. A lot of the, their mindset's not there. He, his, his mindset basically was we're a bunch of grown ass men. We know the consequences and we have to be accountable for ourselves, which I totally agree with. Unfortunately, there's been a lot of guys on the Tennessee Titans and, you know, a lot of other guys who maybe haven't been playing it safe. I get, we don't know how any of these guys have gotten uh, COVID like this could have just, I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to speculate that they've been irresponsible been or anything. Up, yeah. Exactly. But I, but at the same time, you do have to kind of speculate that they are, breaking that social distancing, breaking that quarantine, quote unquote, and contracting this. So I agree with Aaron, but at the same time, a bubble might need to be necessary if this continues, or I think the season's in jeopardy. Yeah. I mean, that's really, it's scary because it could happen. Um, And I, we talked about it briefly and I'll bring it up and I'll I'll keep it brief. Um, There's a way to do a bubble kind of it's a pseudo bubble, because you can't put the NFL in one city. You can't split the NFL in two cities. You probably couldn't even split the NFL in four cities. That still wouldn't be possible. So they just called a call the screen pass for Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> okay. Cause he's got the wheels for that. I mean, um, he got like 15 <laughs> yards. So, um, so basically what they should be doing is they should be taking the absolute nicest hotel in their own city. And they should completely book it out. The NFL has the money to do it. Absolutely no reason they don't. All right. Like most starting so, quarterbacks have the money yeah. to do it. Um, and then I, I got this whole vision of like your electric car companies having these cars that the players are allowed to drive from the building, from the hotel. Why not just drive their own cars? Well, it, it's like they're sterile cars. And they're like cleaned up. It's a sponsorship opportunity, so it's less money for the NFL. If they're only going from practice to hotel, I, I mean, their own cars. Have are to think fine. about money though, because there's I monetary. Because yeah. they're going to have to be sponsoring everything. Because right. NBA did that too, and it worked out really well. That's fair. So we didn't. We don't really see a lot of it, but almost all of the biopharmaceutical stuff they were using, all of that was sponsored. They didn't pay for any of it, and right. in the in the farm world, that was huge. So um, it would be kind of the same idea with that. Um, they would all be in their own small city. They'd have a car that would take that they could take from the hotel to the practice facility and back to the hotel. Maybe once a week they could get a conjugal visit. Pat McAfee was maybe even joking about. He didn't talk about the single city quarantine necessarily, but I, I think that's like the only way you can do it. And that's the most reasonable, right? Because if you give each guy their own room, like you get that, because an NFL team and their whole staff, that, that's a whole hotel. Yeah. It, it's not two. And so I, I feel bad for the Jets and the Giants, but like that, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, there's obviously enough hotels in New York and yeah. well, East Rutherford. Yeah. Um, they're, they're river, so. it, listen, it's possible. Like I said, it might need to happen. It, it is possible. I just, you know, for the health of the players, like, like the mental type of health, especially for a full football team, like I get that it works for the NBA and it can, 
it's just from the sounds of it, these guys just don't want to do it like at all, especially like teams like the Steelers. And, and I'm, I'm only saying the Steelers because the Titans did this to themselves, but the Steelers had to have a random buy that they only found out about on Friday after having a whole week of practice. Yeah. That's after awful. having a whole week of practice and it's just like, well, here's your buy. Now you got to play 13 straight games. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really unfortunate. So I don't know. I, well, I don't know. They're going to end up adding a week and they're going to get that week 18 off. They might have to, because of what's happening this week. I, I don't know. And as a fantasy football, uh, Josh Allen owner, I'm very hopeful that they play this week. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Uh, um, I got fit. I got Fitzpatrick on my bench. I'm good. Yeah. And honestly, I think they could create an environment where they can even bring the families in. Like, honestly, if you're talking about a ho hotel or like a resort, even especially in these big cities. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not talking, you know, five, six months. We're only talking four months, you know, five months at most. Yeah. So, and maybe even by then they don't even have to be in the bubble anymore. In five sure. months, we could have a vaccine. So, I mean, realistically, in five months, no, we could yeah. have a vaccine. Like no, that, right. That's where we are right now. You're so, right. like, doctors say that with PhDs behind their names and in front of their names. Not behind have you, have you right. seen the South Park special yet? The pandemic special? Oh, no. It's pretty, it's pretty good. I won't say anything because it was going to be the end of the episode. But it was, it's quite good. Even if I haven't watched South Park in a while. But it's, it's you don't have to it's quite relevant to the times it's very okay very funny um anyway we've been talking a lot about aaron Rodgers already let's continue that let's talk about monday night football the packers beat the falcons pretty handily uh 30 to 16 the falcons did not put up a fight julio jones left early uh todd Gurley didn't do much except getting in the end zone calvin ridley literally might have not have might as not have been on the field literally didn't catch uh, a single ball i think he had five or six targets I should know that because I'm a Calvin Ridley fantasy owner. And uh, yeah, that was rough. But I mean, hey, the Packers without their top two wide receivers, we had a guy named oh. Bob Tanyan score three touchdowns um, after getting tackled. Yeah, he got tackled during one of the plays and still got up and caught a touchdown pass after a somersault. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in football right now. I, I think I can confidently okay. say that. All right, time out. Let me, let me tell you something. I think Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback. I think Aaron Rodgers might be the best football player of all time. He might. Yeah. There's an and, argument. And the, the reason I say that is because you look at this Packers team right now, this is basically what Tom Brady had in new England last year, but worse on the offensive end for this week. Except correct. We, yeah. And we, well, we have better backs. We have much better running. Back. Oh God. Yeah. But we don't need them. I mean, we, we use them as hands. So I was going to say they're, they're playing their roles as wide receivers. They, like, yeah. They're, 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 they're hands, but more to the point, even we're, we're taking non-conventional receivers or guys that wouldn't be as like, wouldn't be getting as many catches at this point in their career. Like our tight end that had three touchdowns like that. That's pretty wild for where he's at in his career. This is his first year, isn't it? No, Tanyan. I think this is his third year or something like third that. Year? Okay. But like, still like that's not normal for him. And Aaron Rodgers does that to guys. And he makes like, I'm telling you, he, they could put us in pads and Aaron Rodgers could be the quarterback and we could beat like, we could probably go beat the jets right now. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. Realistically, I'm not even fucking with you. Like the both of us with Aaron Rodgers could hey. probably take three of the Jets defensive men. I played wide receiver in flag football a couple of years ago. I'm <clears throat> I could do it. I got hands. Yeah, I haven't torn my ACL yet. <laughs> um, <not. laughs> no, I mean you're right. I mean uh, Jamal Williams, I think, is much credit to that. Like he lined out wide a lot of the time. Yeah. Aaron Jones, obviously, he's been arguably the best all around back in football. I mean, without, even with Christian McCaffrey injured, I, you, you can make the argument that Aaron Jones has been better just because like he matched his touchdown uh, numbers last year and he's continuing that. I think he has 26 touchdowns, the most in the NFL since the beginning of last season. And it, it it's just ridiculous to see what Aaron Rodgers can do without his top two wide receivers. You play a guy, you, you have Marquez Valdez Scantling as your number one. And then three guys that I, a hardcore Packer fan have never even heard of. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck are these guys? Like Tyler Irving, we knew about, but the, he's yeah. been kind of like, he's been that gadget guy. I don't know. I, I really love what the Packers are going to be able to do, especially Adams is going to be back after this bye week against Tampa oh Bay. We're going to get Lazard back in a few weeks. I mean, and this they offense might, they is could even make a trade still here. So, but we don't even need to, honestly, we, we don't need to, but they could, That's they the could. Thing. You're right. And the way that the defense is playing, like legitimately shutting down Calvin Ridley, I make jokes, but shutting down Calvin Ridley is no, there's nothing to sneeze at. Like that was oh. incredible by the Packers defense. Zadarius Smith is just another animal. I like, yeah, it was well, so you fun want to, to talk watch. about another guy that makes his teammates really good. Zadarius Smith. I don't know what he emits from himself, but his teammates, it's just like what Aaron Rodgers does to these no name receivers. Like he's, obliterates these backs because he knows what they're going he knows what's going on you hear him yelling on the mic too yeah so like i we might have the best two leaders in football right now or we do have the two best leaders on the field in football right now on both sides like and that that's why we're so good that's why we're undefeated on the other side of the ball i mean matt ryan looked like I, you know, you could say Nick Foles, Mitch Trubisky, he, he didn't look good. He, he really missed a lot of guys. He does not look like the Matt Ryan of old. And I mean, losing Julio doesn't help, but even for the, through the first half, Julio only had a few catches. They didn't do much. Like it was, it was a rough game for the Falcons. I, and they're, Oh God, their defense is just awful. Their defense is well, just, I mean, and they keep, they, the they lost their two good against Aaron Rodgers. Remember? Well, that. Okay. Yes. But you look at the, what the Falcons have done over these first four weeks, they've given up a lot of points. They've lost their two starting safeties and they lost another, their third string safety in this game. Well, I got, yeah. Third string safety. If you want to count them all, all as the same position in this game as well, a lot of injuries, but it, even with those guys, this defense isn't impressive. There's a lot of young guys. There's a lot of veterans that maybe are starting to slow down. I don't know. Dan Quinn is on the hot, like the second hottest seat in the NFL right now. Bill O'Brien being gone yeah. and Adam Gase still having a job somehow, somehow. even though we're going to get to that. Sorry. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to do. I think the Falcons need to move on from head coach. And I honestly think they need to start planning for the future without Matt Ryan. Oh, well, even yeah. if he doesn't, even if he doesn't leave on his own terms, they need to start well, looking for a new what, quarterback. What's the Falcons record right now? I don't know. Uh, Owen Ford. Um, uh, tra- tank for Lawrence. <laughs> Might as well. Cause if Trevor Lawrence, it, cause he, he talked about not wanting to come out depending on who was getting the top pick in the draft. 
So because they they there's still that ability with college players, they can still do that. If he's gonna get picked to a team with Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, and, and that's the thing, like if he knows that's the opportunity he has, and he, who was it, Joe Montana that like forced his way down? No idea. Oh, uh, there there's a there's an, an old ESPN documentary on it. I'm gonna didn't, have to uh, didn't Eli? It, oh well, Eli did it too. I know yeah. Eli did it, but like. Trevor Lawrence has that power right now because he's kind of like the golden child of football. I mean, he's looking kind of shaky right now, but I, I, I'll blame COVID on that. So, um, yeah. but yeah, no, I think they need to scratch it, but if they can get a good quarterback, which there are other options too, Justin Fields is on the board. Like there there's other really good opportunities that they could be building with this already really good franchise. Like they're kind of like the bears. There might be a quarterback away from winning a lot of games. Their defense could use maybe a little help, but. Speaking of fields, I saw the latest mock draft had him going like number six, I think, or number five to the Jaguars. So I mean that the, the, there's still a lottery with the NFL, right? No. Oh, number there's one, no lottery. Worst team gets the okay. first pick. Yeah, I mean, come on, I, Foles. It, it really. I think it depends on. <sighs> there might be guys that might not want to go out based on who get the top picks. It's, we could see it's very it. Possible. Um, the other game we saw pushed back to Monday night, 26 to 10. The Chiefs beat the Cam Newtonless Patriots. I mean, all this game to fight. me, this game to me only proved how good Cam Newton still is. Yeah. Because, oh my God, Brian Hoyer looked like dog shit. <laughs> no, I, no disrespect to the guy, but he looked like he looked terrible. And Jared Stidham, he has talent. Jared Stidham has some arm talent. But he threw, I think, two or three interceptions in this game. One of them was tipped Julian Edelman. That was so uncharacteristic of Julian Edelman. But he still threw like two pick sixes, I think, and three picks total. Oh, Nick Foles, you piece of garbage. Um, no, 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 no. That's okay. He is a piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, it, this just proved to me how valuable Cam Newton still is in the NFL, particularly to this offensive minded coaching staff who knows what to do with him. And they did not look like the same team. Honestly, like, honestly, if Cam Newton's in this game, they have a chance to win. If not just a really close game, like this yeah. is a completely obviously different game. Um, but I, yeah, that was my main takeaway is how good Cam Newton actually is. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, we, I, I, and I talked about it too. I, I said, Cam Newton could have an MVP season. We can go back on I tape. Just, I said it. I just want to say there's two minutes and 48 seconds left. The bears just punted back to the Buccaneers with two points or with you a two point so lead. The Buccaneers. I'm just saying the Buccaneers have a two point lead. I'm the game's over. The bears aren't touching the ball again. It's Tom Brady with a lead in, in the fourth quarter. Like he's going to run. He's going to run his, they aren't getting the ball back. This game's over calling you right now. And please prove me wrong, Chicago. But anyway, we'll get to that game in a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, not too much other takeaways from this game. I'm other than Bill Belichick is the only guy who knows how to stop Patrick Mahomes as well. Yeah. They slowed him down. Yeah. They surprisingly stuck around. Cause I wasn't watching that. I was like checking in on that game, obviously. Because I was doing some stuff before the Packer game, getting all my stuff done so I could watch a Packer game. Right. And I was watching the score. I was like, what is going on? So, yeah, no, I get on the Patriots for at least sticking to them that much. I agree. Let's see if my laptop can actually load running four different things at once. Yes. Um, Let's talk. All right, here we go. We're going to. 
we'll start previewing and we'll talk about this game once it's done. Jaguars Texans. Texans are actually favored by five and a half, even though they are actually the underdogs in this game at home. 0-4 going against the 1-3 Jaguars. I like the Texans to actually win this. I think they rally around Romeo Cornell, who is now the new head coach, well, interim head coach. Um, I think they rally. I think, I I, I don't know, well, like Watson's going to play better. They're going to get David Johnson back in the game. They're still going to be missing their number one wide receiver. But I, this is Jacksonville we're talking about. Their defense is not great. Gardner Minshew and that offense might be able to click honestly against this Texans defense. This was going to be a high scoring game. I think the over under is actually pretty high, but I like the Texans to actually win this game and get their first win without Bill O'Brien. And I cannot wait for this new era for the Texans. Yeah. Um, I I'm just, I'm looking at this game and I'm just thinking about how many people aren't going to bet on it. <laughs> like this really seems like a game that people are just going to be like, okay, so this is happening. Um, but I, I, this is a big prove it game for Houston for the players, because if, if they win this game, they, they can prove that it was coach's fault. Well, you got to prove, you got to prove yourself. You got to prove yourself not only to a new head coach, which may or may not be your head coach. I mean, Romeo Cornell's like 73 years old, I think. Um, but you got to prove yourself to the ownership because the ownership is now going to be hiring a general manager. And that ownership can then go in when they hire this guy and say, Hey, these guys kept playing, even though we were 0-4, we hired, we fired Bill. These guys kept playing their asses off. We need to build around these guys. And that's what these Texans are going to be. We've seen boosts from head coaches being fired before. And I think that's what happens. Yeah. And it definitely could happen. So, and it sounds like there was a lot of Texas problems. I don't know if you heard about the JJ Watt situation. No, there's a report that him and JJ Watt got in a really heated argument. Oh, Bill. Yeah. So, and you, you know how JJ Watt, and this is reported by Pat today. Oh, so, okay. I haven't yeah. listened to the oh. show yet. Yeah. So, and, I, I I'm starting to watch it every day now. Good. He he's, breaks all the stuff. He's uploading. Um, uh, he's uploading every day, so I'm listening again. Yeah. Um, he makes so much money now on that. <laughs> I fucking love the guy. Yeah. If you haven't, you're a wrestling fan. If you haven't seen his yeah. match, have oh, you seen it? Oh, NXT. <sighs> Go watch it. It's yeah, genuinely. It, it's genuinely. Yeah, it's NXT Takeover. I think it was thirty. Okay, I'll try to find it. It was like a month ago, a month or two ago. Genuinely, one of the best celebrity matches I've ever seen. So like he, he, like he could be a wrestler, probably. He could, he could step into the ring right now and be better than some of the guys who are in that performance wow. center. Wow! It, wow. it's ridiculous to watch. Anyway, Packers or Panthers Falcons. This game could uh, equal a hundred points. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, no defense, like you said. I'm not really. Uh, I. Teddy Bridgewater is going to get 500 yards. Matt Ryan's going to get 400 yards. Gurley's going to run for 200 yards. Hey, don't sleep on Mike Davis either. He looks like yeah. one of the most elusive running backs in football right now. It, McCaffrey's still out, isn't he? Correct. I think, so, I, yeah, I would have heard. Yeah, no, Mike Davis is definitely still the back. He, uh, he's looked, actually, he's not on the injury report. I think he's on IR. <laughs> Because um, remember, football has the short IR this season. They have the three-week IR. I believe okay. this would be the third week. Trust me, I, the fantasy football podcast, they talked about Mike Davis a lot. So, oh, yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I, I'm looking at their next games. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I just think with both of these offenses are really good. I'm expecting a bounce-back game for the Falcons offense yeah. um, specifically, and the Panthers offense has been great. I, I just picked up Robbie Anderson in my fantasy because – 
Devontae's on a bye. And I think Robbie and Calvin Ridley, I think that combo, I've, they're going to put up most of the points. Like, they, especially if Julio's out. If Julio's out again, I don't think that detriment, I don't think that's to, to the detriment of the Falcons. De- like, it's crazy to say Julio not being there is is good it, it's not necessarily good but it's they're they're gonna be fine like we we've seen this offense without julio before and calvin ridley i believe is a clear number one wide receiver in this nfl and oh. and the guys behind him aren't terrible like they're they're do they're they're very doable well and matt so. ryan still has good games yeah he's still a decent quarterback he's not the worst quarterback in the nfl by far so i mean they they could still be winning games here I, I think it's, 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 I think, it's Todd Gurley too, who could be playing better, but he's playing well ish. He's yeah, yeah. He's um, ish. It's crazy that Atlanta's favored by two, even though they're on zero and four, and the Panthers are two and two. I, I, man, I didn't make a prediction on this, did I? I'm actually gonna take the Panthers. I actually like their team a lot better. I'm going to go with the weird – I think it's so odd that the Falcons are favored, so I'm going to take them just because I think it's awesome that a completely defeated team is favored to win a game. Uh, again, home field, I don't know how they're doing it this year, but home field is usually three points. That gives me Panthers minus one. So. I, don't know, I, I, I still take Atlanta. Raiders going to Kansas City to take on the undefeated Chiefs. Uh, it's which not much of a game. It's I listen, the Raiders offenses look decent. Henry Ruggs is healthy again. I, I, I don't think they're going to, they're not going to win and it's probably not going to be close. It'll, it'll be uh, two scores. Do you see what the, the ESPN odds are? No. Uh, Patriots 82 Raiders 17. You mean chiefs 82 Chief. to yeah. Chiefs. Oh, okay. Chiefs 82 Raiders 17. I mean, the chiefs are favored by 12. <laughs> so, um, that that's ridiculous. Double digit is re- favors. It's just absolutely bonkers. Especially- I would also like to point out that the Ravens Bengals doesn't even have an over or ha- have a odds because we just know who's going to win that game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I obviously, I like Kansas city in this game. Uh, there's not really the Raiders don't have the D de- we've seen good defenses be able to slow down Patrick Mahomes, but the Raiders don't have that defense. Um, I expect a slow day for Josh Jacobs. I expect a big day for Derek Carr trying to come back from behind. Um, big play from Henry Ruggs maybe coming back off the injury list, but the Chiefs are going to dominate this game. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Um, I, I think, and then I'm going to I'm going to compare this to baseball with Patrick Mahomes really quick. Um, so you know how when pitchers get into the league, John Axford's a really good example as a closer. When he first got in, nobody could hit him because they, he was so different. Josh Hader, same thing. He's still pretty unhittable. I was going to say he, but yeah. like, especially he was way more dominant in the beginning, way more dominant in the beginning. Josh Hader allowed like two hits this season. Well, okay. But you know what I mean? But like, he still yeah. goes and so he still goes by the same thing. There's been a couple other closers, even through the Brewers organization where this happens. Yes. The hitters start to figure out these pitchers. Yes. And I think it's starting to get to a point where the defenses in the NFL are starting to learn things about Patrick Mahomes and some of his mannerisms on the field. Oh, and, absolutely. And that they're professional football players. They're going to still learn things. So they're, and they're going to take that and get better and still try to beat you next time. So you're going to expect the chiefs to start losing more games. I think because teams are going to start to know what to do because they've seen Patrick Mahomes enough times. Now you can game plan all you want, but I, uh, you can't really 
game plan for Tyreek Hill. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I still like the chiefs in a lot of these matchups, especially, I mean, we've already seen them beat um, Baltimore too, which I thought was the one team that had, you know, had the better team to kind of give them a ride, but Kansas city has looked great. I'm looking forward to, I, I'm looking forward to seeing who can actually put it together. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals play a high school football team in the New York Jets. Oh, what? The, okay, ESPN's messed up, man. Because this one, they've only got the Cardinals 56 to, to Jets 42. That's because the Cardinals, after a week one win over San Francisco, a fully healthy San Francisco, I might add, They've lost two games now to the Lions, and I don't remember who beat them this week. Okay. It was that last week. In defense of the Lions game, Matthew Stafford's still a really good quarterback. And he got Kenny Galladay back. Yeah. So I agree, but this Cardinals team we were talking about early, how they look complete now with with DeAndre Hopkins. He seemed to be the missing piece. But these two teams, I think it was the Panthers, honestly. I think it was the Panthers and the Lions who beat them. These were two teams who were like bottom of the league in run defense over the past 16 games. And they shut down Kyler Murray, Kenyon Drake, and Chase Edmonds. Well, you know how you shut down Kyler Murray? The same way you shut down Russell or Russell Wilson up in Seattle. It's the same game plan. It, like, yeah. It, it's not it's something they know how to do. It's not it's not new. This is the type of quarterback they've seen. And he's young still, too. He's not even that good yet. Yeah. I mean, I'm making these arguments against the Cardinals. I hope they bounce back. I really want them to succeed. Oh, yeah. I, I want to I see love Kyler this. Murray be a monster. Yeah. Awesome I, I love this team. And and like I said, the Jets are awful. So, fun fact about the Jets. Would you like to know their record when the Jets under Adam Gase have played uh, teams with no wins coming into the game? He hasn't won a game. They are 0 and 7. Yeah. Against winless teams. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that man has a head has, uh, I'm going has a to job. send my application to the East Rutherford office of uh of I'd be a better head coach at this point. Um yeah, I mean I have a winning record. I mean, it's a base as a baseball coach, but still, I have a winning record as a coach. So, oh uh, yeah, no, me too, me too. Volleyball. So we <laughs> we've got coaching creds. But hey, New York. Oh, Vita Vea is being carted off the team for the or carted off the field for the Buccaneers. You are way ahead of me. I'm watching it on Prime. I think that's why. That's probably why I'm on YouTube TV. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, that's unfortunate. Also, I was wrong. The Bears have the ball. They, they did a really good job at stopping. I'm forgetting this Bears defense is better than I thought they were going to be. I will. Remember and I'm, you said the Bears are only one player away from being a really good team. You're right. And I do keep forgetting that. I, I think my prejudice does get in the way. Um, but I, God, I want them. Politicians to just did what you just did. You just admitted you were wrong. If only politicians did what you just did. KO for president. <laughs> <laughs> I would do a better job than this guy. You're not 35 yet, but emergency order donald trump would probably do it 10 years and two months i'll be there um anyway yeah i mean the cardinals are gonna win that game eagles versus the steelers the battle of philly we see this every four years the battle of pennsylvania i should say i i mean pittsburgh's going to okay fun fact for you the steelers are the number one team in pressuring the quarterback in the last 16 games the eagles the Eagles oh, no. have the worst pass rushing offense 
or pa- pass blocking balls on the ground. Like what's so great is it's really good to be an Eagles fan because deceptively the color of their jerseys hide all the grass stains that Nick Foles gets from getting tackled, <laughs> sacked all the time. Carson Wentz or Carson Wentz. Sorry. I, I, I forgot they made the wrong move. Uh, <laughs> I, that, that was an accidental now on purpose move I made there. Um, yeah, no Carson Wentz. You can't see any of the grass stains because the Jersey color and he spends a lot of time on the ground. And uh, Pittsburgh's going to destroy it. Like, I just view Pittsburgh as, like, the Monstars, and they're, like, growling, like, the, the, like, the drool come down their face, like, fucking scary. And then the fucking, like, the Eagles offensive line, like, all, like, tiny and scared, these getting trampled over, and Wentz is done. Like, I, how many times are you going to get sacked? Ooh, that's a good I, question. I'd say, like, five. I was going to say over under five and a half, I'll give you. Yeah. Would, I, you, I, would you take I'll over take under five over. and a half? I would take the over. All right. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I think I would too. I I would say like six or seven on it. I'll, I'll give a firm six and a half sacks. I think what the reason I would take the over is with how dominant offensive have offenses have been in general this season for like with how the Steelers have been. So what I'm thinking is they're going to be having a lot of momentum going down the field and they're going to be spending a lot of time with the ball, keeping that defense rested, which is even going to be scarier. So True. Yeah, Steelers definitely win in that game. Uh, Rams versus the Washington football team. I like the Rams here. Obviously, I mean their their offenses look great. Who? Haskins lost his job. Yeah. Did you see? He's not even the backup. Do you know who the back? Do you know who the backup is? No. Alex Smith. He is activated and ready for football. I know I did hear about that. Now that Dwayne Haskins that. is the third string after starting last week. So who's who's the starter now? Uh, Kyle Allen, who started for the Panthers last year if, after Cam Newton went down. Listen, as an Antonio Gibson fantasy owner, I love this because he will check down to the quarter or to the running back. But as we saw with the Panthers, this dude sucks. <laughs> so the Washington's going to get destroyed here by the Rams. It's going to be li- a really good quarterback. That's a free agent. Put Alex Smith in, honestly. Well, actually, yeah. I mean, Alex Smith would be a really good choice right now. If he's already on on contract, like, I don't got to spend any money. Yeah. But, you know, there's a really good free agent quarterback out there that would work for virtually nothing. Final timeout from the bucket. Oh, you're still – sorry. You're still behind me, probably. It doesn't – I'm at a minute 22 still. (laughs) Bears fourth and five. They're about to kick a field goal down two. Buccaneers just took their final timeout with a minute 17. This we got a nail biter, folks. This is why, all I want. Why do you make that throw? <laughs> is that the running back throw? Yeah. <laughs> why, a, why do you make that throw? It's a why damn good throw, throw, too. First? We're gonna talk about it here pretty soon. The Ravens take on the Bengals. Unfortunately, Joe Burrow is not going to get his second NFL win this week. I mean, the Ravens are gonna absolutely destroy them. Uh the, the Bengals have uh, uh, on par with the Falcons and and you know the Jets, to eighteen. They have a terrible defense. I I especially against the run. I I'm like Lamar's gonna have like a career running back day or something like that. Like he's this team. We're gonna see Robert Griffin the third. We're gonna see who the hell's oh, wow. their I, I can't even think of who they're Cairo Santos. Let's go. Bears take the lead. What if they ran Lamar Jackson at the running back and they put RG three? Hey. Give me the. We haven't seen the Heisman package yet this year. Give me the Heisman package. Have they talked about putting both of them in? It's happened before. They did it last year a few times. 
that's like the that's like Drew Brees and Taysom it was better. It was it was Lamar at quarterback taking the snap. It was Robert Griffin to his right, and it was Mark Ingram to his left. That's the Heisman package. Yeah, oh. I love it. Oh. I love it so Dude. much. Yeah, Ravens are gonna win. I don't. We don't have to spend too much time on that one. <laughs> All right. So how good's Tom Brady? <laughs> We're about to find out. Uh, Dolphins 49ers. This one's interesting. The 49ers are favored by nine and a half, but I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Garoppolo is still injured and Nick Mullins is still the starting quarterback. But this defense is still really good. I like the Dolphins to give a fighting chance. I like Fitzpatrick to do what he does and keep this team in it. But I see the 49ers literally running away with it because they might get Raheem Mostert back this weekend. And like Raheem Mostert, I believe is the fastest player in football and he's, he's literally going to run all over them. I like the Niners to win pretty handily here. But once again, this is like an 80 to 20 in favor of the Niners on ESPN. They, and they're normally really good with that. Um, especially once they're over like the 40% threshold. <laughs> so um, I, we've talked about it for weeks and so we'll say it again, really briefly, San Francisco, doesn't matter who the hell you have a quarterback system and it honestly that might be the cleanest system in football with the way next to bill belichick with the way they run things like if just insert quarterback here that's pretty insane for modern nfl football but you have defense, to make the argument you have to make the argument for best after what we saw new england do this week yeah yeah um I yeah I have to agree actually, um, but yeah the way San Francisco has you insert a quarterback, just that's just you don't see that in modern in modern NFL offenses these days because normally you're centric around that's your star, or like that's your guy so I, that's pretty impressive but that that just is a testament to their defense. Why has Kyle Fuller not been on Mike Evans all night? That's what I don't understand. Let's talk about the Colts and the Browns. Uh, this is a really interesting matchup, in my opinion. Literally, the uh, there's no line for this game. It's an even line on ESPN. The best defense in the league? Even the Browns are 50.2 and the Colts are 49.4. All right, fair enough. Um, Colts, top three defense. Like, I can say that pretty confidently. They're like statistically, they've been fucking phenomenal as far as the de- as far as their defense goes. They're three and one, and their loss was to the Jaguars. I don't know what that week one was, but they have looked great ever since. And the Browns well, after it was losing week one of 2020. That's, that's also that. true. Yeah. You can say the Browns lost Nick Chubb, but they still have Kareem Hunt as their number one guy. A lot of teams would be fine with that. Like well, Baker's not looking awful. No, so, I and again. I like to bring up fantasy just because it's very fun for me. I just traded for uh, Kareem Hunt like a week or two ago. <laughs> so that trade's looking fucking phenomenal. I gave up Kenny Galladay oh. because I had Devontae Adams and Kelvin Ridley already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and it worked out very well because I had Austin Eckler. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, oh, I, I want to say the Browns because I think the Browns are the more complete team right here. But that defense for the Colts, and Jonathan Taylor, it's a dangerous combination. I get why this the game is I, I get why the line is even, but I am going to lean Browns on this game, actually. Yeah, um, I I think Jonathan Taylor is a difference maker in this game. If Jonathan Taylor fourth and five for the four, fourth and five for the Buccaneers. Nothing. They Incomplete, no flags. 
I can't believe I'm cheering for the Bears, but this is what it's come to. Well, it sucks because they're going to be hanging out with the Packers if they keep winning like this. I would like to point out that Tom Brady on fourth and five went for a 15-yard gain, 20-yard gain in to a completely covered wide receiver. There was absolutely no way he was making that catch. That was terrible. Literally threw that right in 36's pocket. That was stupid. Brady's looking like, was that fourth down or was you dumbass? Okay. Anyway, uh, let's move on. He goes, oh, oh my, he put the score up. <laughs> oh, go Bears. Bear it's down. I'm on to J.R. Smith moment, though. This is the one night a year that I'm a Bears fan. All right. <clears throat> Tom Brady pulled a bear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Nick Foles beats Tom Brady once again. You know, I just feel like, why do I feel like the Bears karma from the past couple of years is like reversing on all the teams they're starting to play now? Another fun fact, this is the first time in NFL history that two Super Bowl uh, MVPs have played each other, uh, played against each other in the regular season, starting for different teams. Oh, that's really cool. That is interesting. I that's I think that's really cool. Anyway, but Giants isn't your normal MVP. Also true. <laughs> Giants, Cowboys, I, Cowboys are going to dominate. <laughs> you know what? If they don't, what happens to Mike McCarthy? Because seriously, we we've seen Mike McCarthy melt down, right? Listen, the Cowboys are only one and three, and that one win was a fucking miracle. <laughs> like, I the Giants are going to be in this game. Daniel Jones is going to have a game because this Cowboys defense sucks, and like I don't know who uh, Devonta Freeman, who they picked up, he's going to have a day on the ground. This Cowboys defense sucks. I think the Giants, I think this is going to be close and the Giants are going to give them a scare, but I do think, I mean, the Cowboys, I mean, I think, uh, I, I want to say Dak is averaging like fucking 400 yards a game or something like that. He has been out of this world this year. Um, uh, more granted, than that. Or just, granted, or just under that. Yeah, just under just 400. Under, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it, granted, a lot of that is garbage time. A lot of that is coming back. That doesn't but, matter. That's still, that's still in the record I, book. It's still in the You're right. You're right. I mean, I look back at the I look back at the Drew Brees season, like a lot of those seasons where he was putting up record yarding numbers. They were coming back from behind a lot. It's all about context. But I, the Cowboys are going to win this game. Um, they're going to go up to two and three to take the lead in the division. But I mean, I, I do think the Giants are going to keep this close. Actually, the line at eight and a half for Dallas, I would actually probably take that. I think this is going to nah, this will probably still be like a 10 or 12 point game. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think playing against any NFL defense is a challenge, even if you're up by a lot. I, I, cause you're still playing against decent football players at the minimum. Oh, well, yeah. So I, I think regardless of, even if it's garbage time, you're still playing against good football players of some caliber. Um, but yeah, I actually, I think Daniel Jones comes out and has a game. I, I really think he comes out and has a game and you know what I'm saying it here right now, and this is for all of Wisconsin. Fuck Mike McCarthy. I hope you have a meltdown in Dallas this week. Or wait, are they playing? Where are they playing in New York? They are in Dallas. Oh, okay, good. Because they, otherwise, they'd be playing on the worst field in America too. It'd be awful. Now the Jets and Cardinals are playing there. Oh no! I hope Kyler Murray doesn't break something. Let's. Uh, I'm just gonna knock out and, something. And, and if, <laughs> if something happens, I called it here. So. Let's talk about. Uh, Two teams that are oddly similar, yet one is 4-0 and one is 1-3. The Vikings and the Seahawks both have really 
I say high powered offenses and not great defenses, like pretty bad defenses, honestly. I, I, I mean, the Seahawks are going to win this because what it comes down to is who do which offense is better. And, and you can compile that into who's the better quarterback and it's Russell Wilson, like no question. Yeah, and if you look out. at the receive, you look at the receiving core too, I would take uh Tyler Bo- or uh, sorry, Metcalf. Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Um, I would take cook, but you know, I, I would take Pete Carroll. Like I, yeah. I like the Seahawks to win this. I like the line at seven and a half. It's going to be a good Sunday night game, but I do think Seahawks are going to win by a few scores. Yeah, I just I would like to see the Seahawks win, as long as we don't have to see them in the playoffs. As long as somebody can beat them, because they always seem to beat us. So they're a kryptonite yeah. for some reason. I uh I it's, since we're not going to be talking Packers for this week, obviously with the bye week, I've been looking at their schedule. I don't see many teams that are gonna. I don't want to. You don't want to jinx it. I I'm know. not. Jing- I, I'm not saying we're. We're obviously we're gonna drop a few. Where there's gonna be a few games that we should win that we're gonna drop. I mean, okay. You. I have to say something though. With the way Aaron Rodgers is locked in right now, like you can even tell in the Pat McAfee interviews, even in those candid, like relaxed interviews, that man is locked in. Let me. Let me just go through the remaining schedule for the Packers: Tampa Bay, Houston, Minnesota, San Francisco, Jacksonville, Indianapolis, Chicago, Philadelphia, Detroit, Carolina, Tennessee, Chicago. So I think what two games are going to be tough on there? Who Tennessee and San Francisco? I can yeah. see one of the Chicago. Wait, one of the Chicago uh, games Chicago, will be tough. Yeah, Chicago in Chicago. I could see maybe Indy. Well, yeah, Indy's defense is tough. But what, anyway, what what does because they might have the best football defense right now. They might. They might. It's them and the Steelers up top, honestly. Yeah. But but against Aaron Rodgers, does that even matter? Let's be real. And, and by then, Devontae Adams is probably going to be back. So Let's talk Monday night football. There is a chance. There is a chance that Cam Newton plays in this game. We don't know yet. He has to, he has to test negative twice with no symptoms. He has not had any symptoms. He has been asymptomatic in here. If he tests negative twice within, within the next few days, them having the Monday night slot is going to be good for them. There is a chance they play, in my opinion. Either way, I like the Patriots to win this. Even if it's Stidham or Hoyer at quarterback, I like the Patriots to win this. Um, I, I think you don't rush Cam Newton back for this game. Why not? It, 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 this it, isn't an injury. Well, I, I know, but we we don't know because like just – as an example, we're seeing like people from the White House. We think they all got it at one event, but they're testing like a week later and testing positive. So we we don't know like how long the incubation period could actually be. He has to test negative twice. I I know I know, but we don't. We've seen really weird cases. It's just you got to be careful. The and other thing like, is, but you're playing Denver. It's not like you're playing a, a a good team. No, I agree. The other thing is, we haven't seen it cross the line of scrimmage yet. I don't know. I. I don't know. I'm not going to weigh in too much on that. There's a chance he's here. If he's not, I still think they win. Yeah, um, that's my point. Like, if he's not in, they win regardless. I don't think you risk it for this game. It's not worth it. There's also, I believe Drew Locke is, uh, was limited in practice, uh, or he, he at least returned to practice today. So there's a chance Drew Locke plays, especially because it's Monday night. Um, and this is a 4 o'clock Central game on, on a Monday night. This will be interesting. I'll be um, fun. 
that will be fun uh, instead of having you know a dual oh, four, yeah four and seven yeah instead of instead of having you know uh dueling games almost like set watching the second half and the first half you're basically gonna just it's just gonna be two different games right in a row uh like they do that's week one should be right? i mean that's how they do it week one and honestly and me and my, a couple of my fantasy football guys were talking about this i would rather there be two monday night games than a thursday night game <laughs> Well, I don't like Thursday night football. It's nice. if they could do a Monday, a Thursday, uh, a Saturday, a Sunday. Just give me I Sunday mean, and Monday. That's all I, yeah. I like. The thing is, I enjoy watching all of the games. No, I yeah. Would be, I would be a fan of them spreading them out more across the week, especially with college football starting to take a dip right now. See, that's the thing. During a normal season, I'm watching college football all day on oh, Saturday. Yeah, I, I'm talking specifically. Okay, for okay, okay. Like I, I'm talking. I want to see like kind of like how NBA bubble did it. They're playing games prolonged one after another throughout the week. I really think they could do that with football, and that'd be really good too for healthy like distancing, and that'd be a really good way to be able to manage that. So okay. it makes the schedule super flexible too. Uh, so the other Monday night game, the Chargers going to the Saints. The Saints are favored by seven and a half. Justin Herbert has been named the starting quarterback for the rest of the season by Anthony Lynn. I believe he saved his job with that call. I believe that is the right call. I feel bad for Tyrod Taylor, but then again, not really because he just wasn't cutting it. And Justin Herbert looks really good, especially for how young he is. I think him and Burrow are looking phenomenal for how young they are. Um, Oh, I also wanted to mention, I, I didn't, I got distracted with the Viking Seahawks game. I think Justin Jefferson has at least 125 receptions and a touchdown in that game. I think he's going to have a big game. Um, but anyway, I, I still like the Saints to win this. Um, they seem like the better overall team. The Chargers have lost a lot of defensive players uh, to this injury riddled 2020 season. Um, but they still have Bosa. They're still going to compete. They still have Herbert. Uh, they, they also lost Austin Eckler, but they still have their wide receivers and Hunter Henry. They still have a dual headed quarterback in Joshua Kelly and Justin Jackson um, or running back. I think I, I'll correct myself there, but uh, I like the chargers to compete in this game. I think this will be a very entertaining late Monday night game, but I th- the saints might get Michael Thomas back. I think this is going to be an easy saints win. Um, so I, I do think the saints win, but I really think the chargers give them a run for their money. Um, Josh or um, I quarterback. I'm running my mind. Justin right Herbert. Now. Justin Herbert. Thank you, Oregon. Because I'm thinking, or I'm thinking back to Oregon. He had two big seasons there, right? First yeah. season, he didn't win that many games. He knows how to lose. A lot of these young quarterbacks, like Joe Burrow, he doesn't know how to lose. Let's be honest. <laughs> he doesn't like and it. Baker, he didn't really know how to lose either. And so you see what happens with these quarterbacks coming into the NFL not knowing how to lose. Patrick Mahomes. He's never gonna lose. So, like he, I, I feel really bad for him when he does start losing, though. Just imagine what that's gonna do to him mentally. Seriously, and but now to Josh Herbert, he knows how to lose and grow from it, and he did it in college on one of the biggest stages in the country. So, if anybody can come back and learn quickly and be a really productive rookie quarterback and win games, and dare I say, maybe scratch an upset up against the Saints possibly it's not impossible it's not impossible like this dude can play football it's not impossible because his first start was a surprise start and he almost outdueled Patrick Mahomes and then he comes in and starts his second game against Tom freaking Brady and almost wins that game 
Now he's playing Monday, his first Monday night game against Drew Brees. What a first three games in his career. Madden 22 story mode should be this. (laughs) The quarterback in front of you gets their lung punctured in an injection from the doctor. And then the doctor gets fired. And then this guy's like shit out of luck. And then they put you in the game. And, and that's how you get your shot. And then you have to like mend the relationship with the backup quarterback. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm telling you, EA, I'm giving you ideas. Take, take the bait. Shockingly, after talking about two Monday night games, we're not done with week five. Oh. Tuesday night. Now this maybe. might not happen. This Maybe. But as of right a now, a lot of practice squad players. <laughs> as of right now, it's happening. So we're going to talk about a Buffalo Bills, Tennessee Titans, both undefeated, four and zero versus three and zero. But Tennessee coming off of a forced bye. Buffalo is great. <laughs> Buffalo looks so good right now. And if Josh and if they play this game, Josh Allen, I still believe is going to have a good game. I don't think they can stop this uh, Buffalo offense. Um, I think, and we've seen Tennessee. I mean, they haven't really got going. As far as an offensive game, their best offensive game was against the Vikings and a bad defense. I don't think they'll be able to get going against the Buffalo Bills defense, especially off that bye. I don't know if that chemistry is going to be there so early in the season. That's what I'm worried about with Tennessee and Pittsburgh. Less so Pittsburgh because they're a little more, they have a lot more veteran guys on that team um, and a lot more leadership, especially with Mike Tomlin. But as far as the Titans go, Mike Mike Vrabel, it's going to be interesting to see how these guys go. Uh, with all the controversy going around them, I still like Buffalo to win this. I don't have an odds here, but I would assume Buffalo's. Uh, it's actually, it's pretty even. It, it's like a fifty-two forty-seven. Wow, so, that's closer than I thought. I, I know, but I, I think that I think they're not taking into account like how many players are going to have to be out if this game does take place on Tuesday, because yeah. there are going to be probably thirteen to fifteen vacant player spots. Oh, for with, sure. So um, that and. Just looking at this, and I see Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. Like, that just sounds like something you'd want in fantasy. And then Singletary hasn't really lit up yet. But if he does, if he, if, if he, if he gets going, that's a really good distraction. And then you're going to have a tough time defending that offense. And that's a he did look, offense. Singletary looked solid without Zach Moss last week. Yeah. So he can take a, a lot of, he can take a lot of runs. So. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to this week. I think it's going to be good. Uh, it's going to be a fun week. It's going to be interesting. I think the I think the future of the NFL season hangs in the balance this week. I really do. If if the Titans can't play and they have to cancel that game and try to reshuffle some stuff, that's going to be interesting. And if another team that isn't the Titans or the Patriots test positive, I really think that might be. The, the last it depends on the severity of it and like the the amount of people but i really think we're that close i think we're one more team away from this happening and i'm not uh, i don't know i'm not confident okay. that the season's so, gonna finish here, here's what i'm gonna tell you the nfl well it it might they are making a lot of decisions on the fly they have ideas they they have they have things going that's fine but you got there's, 55 there's you got 55 plus the coaching staff on every team that has to be accountable for themselves. So you're, you're talking about the, I think Max, he said like 120, you should account per team. And if you want to add in families, you're talking like, let's just, let's say fairly, you need a hotel per team. That, that, that's fair. Honestly, I, I think you have to bubble city, city bubble. 
you keep you you just take everybody in your team and quarantine them in a hotel in your own city. You bring your families in. You can have a school for the kids. Like get some really good teachers in there. The NFL's got the bucks for it. You know, they're not getting good teaching right now on Zoom. So seriously, I yeah, Audrey Goodell, give me a call. I'm here to help, man. So speaking of, we should talk about how week five kicked off because the game is done. We can talk about this real quick before we get out of here. The Chicago bears beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 20 to 19. The bears are now four and one. The Buccaneers are three and two and Nick Foles outplayed Tom Brady. Once again, uh, David Montgomery, 10 carries for 29 yards and a touchdown Ronald Jones for 17 carries and 106 yards. He's looking good. I think he is going to be the back as long as he stays healthy, um, especially over Leonard Fournette. And uh, I mean, the fact that the leading receiver for the Buccaneers was T Johnson. who I don't even know who that is. I mean, that says a lot about Mike Evans and the, and the need for Chris Godwin, but credit to this bears defense. They look really good. They Tyler Johnson, Tyler Johnson, no, idea. 22 years old. Yeah. He, he's a young wait one. from Minnesota. Yes, sir. <laughs> he's a rookie. Yeah. He, I watched him play. He is a hell of a ball player. I didn't know he was on Buccaneers. All right, well, fair enough he, to him. Tom Brady's throwing you the ball. I mean, Let, hey, I've been, I was big on him. I didn't see where he got drafted, but I've, I've been big on him. I watched him play. Yeah, obviously, keeping an eye on Minnesota. I like him a lot. Um, anyway, well, the, both defenses honestly look decent. Like the uh, Nick, Nick Foles' uh, interception, you can't blame on him too much. It kind of got tipped in the air and picked off by, uh, by. Carlton Davis, I believe his name was. That, that wasn't a good pass, though. No, I, I agree, that, but he deserved to get that picked off. <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't like a blatant like this ball is gonna be passed off or picked no. off. No. But I no, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean though. Um but I a lot of pressure on Brady, especially in the second half when I was watching. Uh he, he was getting beat up. You could tell he was uncomfortable. He was moving a lot more in the pocket than he normally does. Yeah. Um and yeah, I, it, this just shows what a good defense can do against this Tampa Bay team. I know they didn't have Chris Godwin, but you and you you lost OJ Howard, but Cameron Brate's been stepping up, and I, I don't know what Gronk is, but I again I I hate to say I told you so, <laughs> but no. I do not trust this Buccaneers team whatsoever. Well, and you know I'm starting to I I'm starting to hop on your tr- train. I, I I think I'm starting to say I was wrong, possibly. Look, I'm I hope I, I hope people start seeing the light on this. They should after this game, honestly. I mean, I don't know how the Bears are four and one, but they are, and they honestly look decent here. Like Nick Foles, after starting off the first half just terrible, all of a sudden they take the lead before halftime, and it's a completely different ball game. Like, uh, yeah, this was an interesting all, all game. I'm saying is the Bears should go buy a lottery ticket right now because with how good they're playing, I would still consider this lucky. Because they've gotten very lucky in some of these instances. Yes, Big Dick Nick made some pretty Big Dick Nick moves tonight. Because this, this is the game, if you look at the stat sheet, you'd actually think that Tom Brady might have maybe had a slightly better game. But if you watched the game, the composure that Tom Brady didn't have was actually almost startling. Yeah. Because we, I don't know if we've seen Tom Brady like that. Because he was, he was pretty vulnerable. And that, that's new for us. I agree. Uh, last thing I'm going to say is I'm feeling pretty good going against Tampa Bay next week. You know, 
there's gonna, I feel great going against Tampa Bay. Yeah, there's going to be a, on the broadcast. There's going to be a lot of stat comparisons between Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and um, the the Aaron Rodgers say like, you know what, fuck this, I'm going 400 yards. He might like, because he'll have he'll have Adams back. Yeah, and because like if you're playing against the goat, because I think he could be a consensus now. I don't know if Tom Brady can be considered the goat anymore. I he he never has been in my mind. Well, I, but like even the people that did consider that because he had so many rings, I think even they might start be retracting their statement now. I uh I don't know if he's gonna he's not gonna go balls out like he did against the Raiders last year when he threw like what yeah. four hundred and fifty yards and five touchdowns and he ran for one oh, something. Like, it's not gonna be that because I do this Tampa Bay's defense is better than I thought they were. Um yeah. and they have been stepping up, but uh carlton davis against Devonte adams all game i like Devonte adams all day so anyway we'll talk about that game more next week um but that does it for us today uh so let us know what you think of our predictions down in the comments we'll see you on sunday night for uh, after week five Down the middle of our nation Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation Kept me busy since day one Accusations Pockets gained a little weight Like my ex-bitch Still the only bricks that I've been stacking Been in Tetris Never measure up Cause we've been on a different metric And I don't give a fuck about who the next I fill the is. hole in my soul With Palace and Preen logos Acid wash jeans The Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue After sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top And fly solo Fill the hole in my soul With Palace and Preen logos Acid wash jeans The Vans and the Ralph Polo Burnt like my tongue After sipping some hot cocoa I just wanna jump from the top And fly solo